This is Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, a podcast dedicated to helping you expand your mindset and get shit done. Be sure to subscribe to this show and leave me a review if I've been able to impact your life in any way. Reviews help me reach a higher ranking, which in turn allows the message to reach more people. It's my goal with this podcast to positively impact a million people's lives. Also check out RyanNidell.com for additional content. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com. Also find me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Ryan Nidell. Today's episode is I Don't Have It All Figured Out. So in today's episode, I'm going to share with you why I don't have all this shit figured out. And I don't know that I'm ever going to. But why it's not required to have it all figured out to see momentum and action take place. So when I say I don't have all this figured out, I don't have the podcast world figured out. I don't have the business world figured out. I don't know that I have the gym world figured out. If I'm lucky, I kind of have the relationship world figured out. That's just being real. Like I'm a hundred and some odd episodes into this thing. And I'm still learning daily lessons about every part of life. Sure, I'm incredibly fortunate to get messages from you sharing the value that you found in my words. Some of you have shared things that you thought you were the only one going through these issues and you feel better knowing that there's somebody else that's made the same dumb decisions. Some of you reach out and shared that because of some piece of knowledge you took away from this show, that you feel like you're better to operate better day over day. And you say thank you. And then there's some of you that for whatever the reason you listen to the show and you send me messages about how you don't like how I have anything to say. You just don't like what I say. Which is crazy to me that you take the time to listen to what I have to say only to then share with me that you don't like what I have to say. But I learned something from you too. So keep listening to find things that I'm not doing right. Because I don't have all this figured out. I don't have the gym and the, and the, the repairing of my body completely figured out. You know, I go and I still box at least five days a week for an hour. When I leave the boxing gym, I'm soaked. I literally, top to bottom, my shirt, I can take it off and almost always wring it out. Like there's no dry spots left on the shirt. And so you think, okay, I've been doing this since February give or take, maybe March, doesn't really matter, at least four days a week, sometimes as many as six, so I'm going to average it and say five. Because I'm recording this, we're now in the month of July. So I've got March, April, May, June, and July, at least five solid months of five days a week. It's about 100 plus hours of training. I'll tell you, most days I'm in the gym, I feel like I just barely have it figured out more than I did the first day I walked in the gym. The only thing I figured out now is how to probably not get my nose broken because I keep my chin tucked down into my sternum. Keep my, keep my right hand up high so it blocks a glove from making direct contact with my nose. And sure, I'm, I'm putting in the reps, I'm doing the work, but I don't have it figured out. Like I don't know exactly how I'm going to win my first fight. I know I'm going to. And sure, right now you can say, oh, that's arrogant. No, it's confident because why would I get into a fight that I think I'm gonna lose? And that doesn't make any sense. Why would I ever want to compete in something where I'm planning on being second best, 
which in the sport of boxing would also make me the first loser or the worst. There is no second best. I'm jumping all the way and planning on winning. And so I leave that, then I go to you know Lifetime, my regular gym where I lift and I, you know, I work out my body and work out the muscles. And I used to think I had that figured out. You know, shoot, I can take a gram of testosterone a week and two or three units of growth hormone a day and repair my body quickly and feel like a Greek god. I didn't look like one, I just felt like one. And then I took that away. That's not part of my life. And admittedly, I don't think it'll ever be a part of my life again. But every day I'm in the gym now, it hurts a little more. My recuperation's not as quick. You know, I'm not getting the same pumps in the gym. My muscles aren't as, aren't as full as they used to be. So I don't really have the gym figured out anymore either. I'm gonna get to business. My business is great. Like, well, we can start with the business of podcasting. And this is actually a business, whether you know it or not. If you like and comment and share this with other people, it has massive weight to how this business works. A huge weight. More weight than I think you could ever imagine. Knowing is, from, from my standpoint, somebody used to listen to podcasts versus now someone that produces it, there's just two polar ends of the spectrum, polar opposites. Like, I used to just consume content. Like, oh, man, that was a great episode. No, it means a lot if you like individually like episodes and give them a five-star rating. Like that's how every platform decides who has the best podcast. And the best is a relevant term. I don't care if I have the quote-unquote best. I care if I reach more people. But there's a whole business behind that. Like I just mapped it out with the guys here in the studio. To get the proper cameras, the proper recording devices, like the proper software platforms, the proper computer, the proper audio stuff, we have to invest another $10,000. And I did say another $10,000, not the first $10,000, another $10,000 to bring it to the point of being able to produce content at a level that matches the run rate of the show. So that requires this to look like a business now. So okay, I'm gonna invest $10,000, how do I get $10,000 back out? I don't have that plan all the way figured out right now. As you listen to this episode, I don't advertise. I don't have sponsorships. I'm not selling you guys a product. I literally sit in this 16 by 16 studio that 80% Miles and 10, maybe 10% me and 10% his father built. Really probably more like 95% Miles, 5% his dad and less than half a percent of me oversight. But I sit here, getting stuff off my chest, selfishly still for me. And so through all the messages and all, all the communication, I feel like so often it, it's looked at like I have the answer. Like I gotta be doing something right. Like that I've got it all figured out. Because from the outside, I have a beautiful wife, a great family, a successful podcast, a body that's not breaking down, a group of guys around me at the office that are incredible. It probably looks like I got all the pieces figured out. But almost every day, there's some sort of inner turmoil. I can't say probably almost every day, at least one time a day, more than likely an insurmountable number of times every day, 
I start going down this really slippery rabbit hole questioning everything about everything that I'm doing. Like, is this right? Does this message matter? Am I saying this the right way? Could I have delivered that better? Is my business going to fail today? It's the day of the day that Lindsay goes back in her mind and gets fed up with what I did three and a half or four years ago and leaves me. It's the pressure of her family or her ex-husband or whatever the things are that could put pressure on her. Is that enough pressure that she's going to up and leave today? It's the day of the day my heart gives out because I took anabolics for too long. It's the day of the day. Is it, it, just, is it just over? And these things go on nonstop every day. I call it the little man in my head. And that wasn't from me. I was not the originator of the little man. I heard it for the first time by a coach from Wake Up Warrior called Sam Filsofi. And he had something earmuffs for those young listeners out there. I'll wait a second. Give me a couple of cuss words. He had something that he developed or shared with us called the fuck you strategy. And that was at any time those self-defeating voices, the little man, as he would refer to it in our head, would try to hold us back or tell us that we didn't have it figured out or we didn't know what we were doing, that you should audibly find a space just to tell him to go fuck himself. And there was an association with that, physically going to a door, and this is a neurolinguistic programming training exercise, going to a door, opening the door, yelling at the top of your lungs, fuck you to this individual, and then slamming the door shut as though to kick him out of the room that this creates this emotional trigger inside of you that now, anytime you say fuck you to the little man, you'll remember this action and he should go away. So why am I sharing, right? Like, great, this has been an episode about the host saying over and over again he doesn't know what he's doing. The reason I'm sharing it is because you don't have to know what you're doing. There's this whole thought process out there that you have to have it all figured out to start. When we built this podcasting room, I literally had a rinky-dink USB microphone that I was planning on plugging into my laptop solo and was originally going to record, record from my home office, which is really just a small room in my house. We call it an office because that happens to be where I put my desk and my books. It doesn't have a closet, so it's not a bedroom. It's really just a room in the house. And then that morphed and... and, and transmuted into this office that I'm sitting in. Which originally went from a one camera setup to a four camera setup, and then back to a two camera setup. And we had one microphone, and then we got two better microphones, and then we got a mixing, or mixer or something. It's this little blue box that sits on the table that I admittedly don't know what it's called. And then I hired a podcasting coach who taught me how to take incremental pauses and not speak so quickly and to stop using all the vulgarity I started with because it might be turning off some of my fans. And then now we're to the point where I'm starting to get consistent solicitation for advertisements on the show. And that's the next thing to grow and, and process. As I'm trying to figure out how to interview quality guests, how to sync up audio and video and make sure it works seamlessly so the experience for the person coming on the show is as high as it could possibly be, that it's as seamless and enjoyable as one could have. I don't have that figured out yet. We're actually working on that behind the scenes as we speak. But I don't need to have it figured out to start to take action. If my podcast reach high levels because what I was sharing worked, not because I knew how it was going to work. Same thing with business. I've started coaching fairly large-sized companies on intricate marketing 
methodologies and protocols based off of understanding that the marketplace needed me to share my knowledge more than actually do the work. Because if I'm doing the work, it's only so scalable and it's incrementally scalable. But if I can educate six, 10, 12 different companies a quarter with some really, really in-depth tactical digital marketing stuff, there's big value there. I didn't know that. I don't really have it all figured out right now. I've lived it for so long. I know how to speak about it. I know how to figure out how to set up a Zoom meeting and record it and get it transcribed and make sure it's palatable and make sure there's a logical flow to the training. I've never been a teacher before. I've always just shared whatever came in my mind. And more specifically, probably what just came in my heart. But here we go, tomorrow I start my training. I don't have it figured out at all. Some would say I'm going to wing it, and that's reckless. I would say that if you sit down and you try to plan every aspect of every variable out, you will have paralysis by analysis and never move anywhere. You're not gonna have it all figured out. Now, same thing in the gym, same thing when it comes to boxing. Like, I don't have all that figured out, but I know I get in the ring and spar four days a week. I know that time under tension and seeing different variables is causing me to be able to think more broadly and slow down and control my breathing. I don't have the fight mapped out before I step in the ring. I was originally starting just praying I didn't get knocked out. And I'm slowly rounding the corner of the way that I can control the fight based off my stature and skill set. The only thing I've stayed away from this entire episode has been my relationship. That's because that's the one part of my life that I truly feel like I have it figured out. As much as I'm ever going to. I put my wife and I put what I call my daughter in front of almost everything every day. I make sure they know I love them, that I honor them, and that I appreciate them for what they've done for me. I hug and kiss them each when I leave the house in the morning and when I return at night and before bed. I make sure that if we're all home at the same time that we sit down and we have a family meal together and we spend quality time free of electronic devices after dinner. I know that I take my wife out on a date once a week, I take my daughter out on a date once a week, I take the family out on a date once a week. And that doesn't mean going and spending money, that just means making quality time for them. I know that every day I'm putting in the work to make sure that what I have is beyond solid. Like I don't ever want to get divorced. That used to be one of my biggest fears, was that I was just going to be doomed for that. You know, there's more than half the population that's divorced. No, I don't even think about it. It's not even a possibility. There's no way I'm going to make a mistake that's going to cause my wife to ever leave me. She'll never have the opportunity. But that all started by just starting. Like at some point you have to realize you don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to start. You have to have momentum that carries you through different evolutions that are coming at you on a day-over-day -day basis. But you might not know how to get to being a Fortune 500 business owner. But you know that's where you want to end up. I don't care if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's right now. You have to start doing something. Like you can't sit down and read a book about it and just magically expect to take over as a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. Action breeds action. Like you have to keep moving. Be fluid, go out and meet people, learn new life experiences, navigate your way into a position where that could be possible, but also realize the fact it's not gonna happen in two or three years for most of us. Everything is your body. You know, in your mind, you just you know you want to add muscle to your frame. You've always been the slender guy, you've always been the skinny guy, you just don't know how to add, how to add it. 
there's no quick path. There's no singular path that is a path you have to walk down. At some point, I can guarantee you'll have to have a few more calories in your body every day at the end of the day than you burnt that day. That's how muscle building works. It's also how fat accumulation works. That can be a whole nother conversation for a whole nother podcast. At the very base level, you have to have more protein than carbohydrates and fat, and you have a couple extra calories at the end of every day. That'll put you in a calorie surplus, which should allow you to gain some muscle mass. Assuming hormones are in line and all these other variables. Like I said, going down a rabbit hole. Maybe it's in your relationship. You know, maybe you're finally to the point in life, like I got to, that I know I wanted to settle down. I know I just wanted one woman. I know I didn't want to lie and I didn't want to cheat and I didn't want to be that guy anymore. I had no idea really how to live that way. I had no idea what I was doing. But every day I would just take a step in that direction. And I would focus on not being an idiot. Focus on not communicating with, with women in social media. Focus on not letting my eyes linger a little too long in the gym. Focus on not needing to go up and talk to people. And over time, it just became automatic, where all of a sudden, now this is my life. What I guarantee you is you don't have to have it all figured out to get to an end result that's desired. As long as you're taking action day over day, taking steps towards your goal, you'll see that you get shit done.